Merry Christmas and happy holidays to everyone. Welcome to Knowledge is Power podcast live. And we are live tonight with special guests and we'll get right to it right after this. So let's bring on, uh, let's clear the screen up here and let's get started. So I am on the wrong screen, guys. I'm sorry. Here we go. There we go. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's make sure I have everyone here. And uh, tonight I've got my co-host, Francis Lockins and LaDonna Sherwood. Show you those two, those two queens. There we go. Hey, guys, <laughs> how are you? Uh, tonight, tonight we're, uh, you guys introduced our guest for tonight. Uh, now she's power before we do that. LaDonna has a great uh, something here she'd like to start the show off with. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is a platform to share important information by educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with valuable information on health, education, finances, politics, and business. We also pride ourselves on keeping our hand on the pulse of the community. We surround the Golden Triangle with all the information and we are super excited tonight because we are here today to meet with the Southeast Texas faith and community leaders to learn more about the CDC eviction moratorium. Francis is going to introduce you to our leader. Well, tonight, LaDonna, you are right. We have a terrific platform. We have Pastor C.G. Johnson, Linda Jones, Tony Patos, Pastor Vernon and Pastor Vernon Tubbs. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a moment to introduce yourselves, if you will. Yes, I'm Pastor Curtis Johnson, pastor of the Greater Grace Baptist Church here in the city of Beaumont, Texas. also serve as the first vice president of Baptist Ministers Union of Beaumont, Texas and vicinity. Thank you for having us tonight. Thanks for being here. My name is Linda Spikes Jones. I'm a member of the NAACP local chapter, Beaumont chapter. I'm also a member of the Black Women's Coalition. Also a, a member of the Operation One Vote here in Beaumont, Texas. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. Pastor I'm Tuck. Tony Prado. I'm sorry, Ms. Prado. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> okay, Tony Prado. I'm a member of our senior citizen of Beaumont here at our Mother of Mercy, along with National Council of Negro Women. Also, top ladies of distinction. Thank you all for having us. Last but not least, Mr. Vernon Tubbs. Hello, I'm Pastor Vernon Tubbs, and thank you for having us this evening. And I'm pastor of the First Four Gospel Baptist Church here in the city of Beaumont, and Public Relations Director for the Baptist Ministers Union of Beaumont and Vicinity. Oh, thanks again. Thank you guys for being here. We also have two of our um, honorable judges here, uh, Mr. or Judge Ben Collins and Judge Naomi Doyle. Would you like to introduce yourselves now? I think Judge Collins is muted. Okay. I'm Judge Ben Collins, Justice of the Peace, serving North and West Beaumont, Bevel Oaks, Northwest Forest area. Washington West, Willow Creek area. Member of our Mother Mercy Church, lifetime member in NAACP. Glad to be here. Thanks for, for being here. 
Judge Doyle? I'm trying to reach Doug. <laughs> I'll put her on the screen, screen here. Don't I can't find her. Let's move on. Okay. Well, again, thank you all for being here um, with such an important topic tonight. And I'm going to go ahead and yield the floor to my super co-host there. She'll be taking it from this point and we'll alternate just a little bit. LaDonna? I think you're on mute, Miss LaDonna. I'm sorry. Miss Prados, can you tell us who is the Southeast Texas Faith and Community Leaders? Yes. We are a coalition of diverse faith and community leaders who build bridges between the need and the community. For example, in 2019, we worked to help Harvey impacted families apply for homeowner assistance and reimbursement programs. We helped Jefferson County lead the state with 2,891 applications as a result. In December of 2019, HUD was awarded $4 billion to assist Harvey survivors, including those in Jefferson County. This past summer, 112 homes were in progress for repairs. When COVID-19 impacted families in Beaumont, we advocated for households by partnering with the city of Beaumont to create a rental and utility assistance fund. As a result, the city of Beaumont voted to include 140,000 for food assistance to local food pantries, 400,000 for homeless shelter repairs, and 600,000 toward a rental and utility assistance fund to help 200 to 500 households with back rent and utilities, totaling $1.2 million in COVID-19 funding. Are you aware of our work on these issues? Thank you so much, Ms. Pogo, for that response um, to that question. Ms. Linda, Ms. Jones, I have a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Can you tell us a little bit about what is the CDC eviction moratorium? I'm sure we're all wanting to know. All of our audience is wanting to know. The CDC stands for the Center for Disease Control and Prevention. The eviction moratorium is a process to stop evictions. The Center for Disease Control developed the moratorium to prevent further spreading of COVID-19. When people are evicted and forced into homelessness or doubling up. Um, in response to your question, Ms. Prados, no, I am not, I was not aware of your work on those issues. I was <laughs> not aware of your work in the community. And that's why I'm super excited about tonight's show and about gathering information that we can share with the community because that's kind of what we do here at Knowledge is Power. I, I'd yeah. love to get some more information. Pastor Jones, can you tell me, when did the CDC eviction moratorium start and, and when does it end? You're muted, Pastor. Pastor Johnson. You're muted. 
yes, it, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. It started September the 4th and it ends uh, January the 31st, 2021. Who qualifies for the CDC eviction moratorium? Uh, who qualifies all residents, uh, renter living, those who are renting and living here in the United States of America. Francis, do you have a question? Oh, sure. Well, uh, Pastor, who does not qualify for the CDC uh, eviction moratorium? Uh, those persons who have uh, homeowner mortgages, they do not qualify. Okay, I'm sure some mortgage companies will be happy to hear that. <laughs> Possibly. I don't know. I have another question. Um, will the the, the legal status of being undocumented stop people from applying for the CDC moratorium? No, it won't stop them from applying, but they do need to apply as soon as possible. Okay, Ms. Linda, what, qualifi what qualifications, I'm sorry, um, do you have to have in order to apply for um, this great program? And is if I use program, is that an okay word? Yes, it is. Okay, thank First you. First of all, you have to you have not be able to pay rent for, due to COVID-19. That means if you've okay. been affected, if everyone in the state of Texas has been affected, okay. the income must be less than 99000 for one person, a household of one. Income also has to be less than 198000 for a family. You must show best effort by applying for rental assistance. That means you have to do something. You have to be unable to pay your rent in full. Right. We talk about using best efforts to pay for rent, even if it's not in full. Payment okay. by applying for rental assistance. Write down the date, time, who you spoke with. If you can't take a picture of that, keep it for your records. to show that you did show best efforts in trying to get that rent paid. Okay. Thank you. Miss Prados, where can I go to apply for rental assistance? Are you muted, Miss Prados? You're muted. <laughs> You're muted, darling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, look on your screen for more resources. However, I will highlight at least two of them. The first is Habitat for Humanity, and you can call them at 409-832-5853. And the second one is Some Other Place. Call 409-832-7976. OK, Tony, are you putting the I'm sorry to cut you off, LaDonna. While we're waiting on you, I do see that Judge Doyle has arrived. Hi, Judge. How are you today? 
Good evening, everyone. I'm glad I finally got to get on. How are you all? We're doing good. Can you tell us a little, just a little bit about yourself or, you know, just, just a brief introduction. So good to have sure, you. Sure, sure. <laughs> absolutely. My name's Naomi Doyle and um, I was recently elected as Justice of the Peace for Precinct 1, Place 1. Um, I started December 1st and I've already been hearing eviction cases. I've already seen um, how evictions affect the lives of uh, the community and landlords and tenants alike. And that's why it's great that we're having this forum here tonight so that we can discuss options and things to help people stay in their homes and help the landlords also receive payment. Well, we are good. We are so happy to have you tonight. And it's good, again, to have every last one of you um, on the show tonight. And I'm going to pass it back to our faithful leader, Mr. Renfro. Are you ready? No, give me another break. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more time. Give me, okay. time. Give me three well, minutes. So, well, while we're waiting, I guess we could kind of, um, Naomi, and, and maybe Judge Collins, I don't know if you can mm -hmm. put both up at the same time, Tony, maybe you can tell us how um, you guys are dealing with the cases that you're hearing. I mean, if there's been an, a moratorium issued or the case is just older cases or are they just not aware of the moratorium? What's the what's the what's the current state on that? So currently, the moratorium um, is until December thirty first, which uh -huh. means that um, all um, CDC declarations that have been filed in conjunction with an eviction case, uh, those eviction cases are stayed until January one, which means that um, the person is going to stay in their dwelling um, until J January one. I think um, there's some information that's going to be coming out very soon about if that's going to be extended or not. But that's where we are right now. So right now, if you file a declaration and it was valid, then um, you are able to stay in your home or apartment, whatever the property is. Okay. 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 Judge Collins, do you have anything that you want to add that, that's happening in your court? Uh, same as Judge Doyle. We're hearing a lot of cases, but most of them have filed in the declarations. We keep the forms available in our courtroom in case they have not, and they can file a declaration at any time between the hearing and before the written possession is issued. Thank and you for we encourage them to file it. You Thank know, you so much for clearing that up because that was definitely a question that I have. Because usually when you have to file paperwork, it takes a minute to get everything processed. So is that as the eviction is, I, I guess you could say for the lack of my knowledge, as it's being filed, is it, it, it would be okay to still submit those documents? Okay. Yes, ma'am. They can come okay. when they come into court, they can file it then. They can, um, or before that, but as long as they file okay. before we do the writ of possession. And even on the day that the writ of possession is served, they can still file it to stop that eviction until after January 1st. Very good. Thank you so much for that. We have to be notified that they're doing it. If they don't file it, and then there's nothing else okay. we can do. Okay. And then we also refer them to the city of Beaumont, the uh, Catholic Charities, other agencies in Beaumont, some other, some other place to help them with rental assistance okay. and encourage them to follow up on it. Okay, just a little bit of breaking news. Uh, it seems like when the bill was passed last night by the city. Somebody's coming out of the background speaking. Who, who is that? I'm not sure. Someone television around or something. If you can mute yourself, if you're not speaking, that would be great. Okay. Uh, we get we do have a bit of newly breaking information. 
Um, the stimulus bill that was passed last night by the Senate extended the CDC eviction moratorium to January the 31st of 2021. So we're excited about that. Yes, we <laughs> um, are. Information that we're kind of just breaking right now. So for you guys that are listening and on the podcast, we have judges on and we have the faith, um, Southeast Texas Community <laughs> Faith Leaders. They are letting you guys know right now, right away, that moratorium uh, issued by the uh, CDC eviction moratorium mm -hmm. has been extended to January 31st of 2021. Well, let's get, do a little pre-cap, uh, uh, recap on what we talked about in the first 30 minutes of the podcast. We are talking to, uh, this, we are speaking of the CDC eviction monitorum uh, that uh, we have with us tonight, the staff of the group, uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I don't have my ink going on, is uh, Southeast Texas uh, Faith Community Leaders. They're here with us tonight. And we've, we've talked about, uh, first of all, we've talked about a few things that is going on right now. So I'm going to kind of give you a recap of what we're talking about. If you're just now joining us, we're talking about the CDC staff for the Center of Disease Control and Eviction Monitorium is a process to stop evictions. Uh, uh, Pastor Johnson, Pastor Vernon Tubbs, uh, Judge Ben Collins, Linda Spikes Jones, Judge Naomi Dahl and Tony Praters, and my two co-hosts, Francis Larkin and LaDonna Sherwood. Uh, we've been talking for the last 30 minutes and we're just kind of giving you a, a, a recap of the things that you need to know about um, not being evicted, I'm sorry. And the uh, and again, the, if you would, you're not, a, you're not able to pay your rent because of COVID-19. COVID uh, is because if you have income less than $99,000 for one person or C, income less than $198,000 for a family, you must show best effort by applying for rental assistance. And if you're unable to pay rent in full, uh, this is what the CDC uh, monitoring is about. Uh, if you look at the bottom of the screen, there's a, a ticket tack uh, taper going banner. It's a Habitat for Community. You can call 409-832-5853 or some other place at 409-832-7978. Now, I'm going through our agenda, guys. I'm kind of a little lost here, and I knew it was my time to start talking a little bit. So let me uh, let me find out where I am. Okay, the host. Okay. So now, Pastor Johnson, if uh, if let's get to this one here. Um, and one of the things I want to ask is, uh, Pastor Johnson, if I receive a notice of eviction, do I still have time to sign for the CDC eviction moratorium declaration? Yes, yes, you do. Go immediately to, and complete, complete the form and then go to the courthouse and your precinct and file the CDC eviction moratorium declaration and give a copy of it to your landlord. And you must do this before the COVID, uh, the CDC eviction moratorium declaration expires, which we've been talking about January the 31st, 2021. Take a picture or make a copy of the CDC eviction moratorium and keep it for your records. But yes, you can. Okay, well, thank you so much. Uh, let me call on one of the justices by uh, uh, Judge Naomi Dahl. 
Uh, let me ask you, do you have anything to add to Pastor Johnson's answers there? Yeah, so um, you can file that CDC declaration um, as soon as if you receive a, a, a notice to vacate or I'm sorry, an eviction citation, you can go ahead and file that with your landlord or the courts. Um, you can file it in court at our office um, when you come to court. You can file it up to what Judge um, Collins was saying about the writ is when the constables say you, you didn't do it the whole process, you didn't take advantage of it the whole process and the constables are out at your door. And they're removing stuff out of, um, well, they're supervising people moving stuff out of your house. Um, you can then let the constables know that you have the uh, CDC declaration and you're filing it. And that also would stop the process. So there are multiple times for you to present it. Um, there's, there's really no reason if you qualify for you not to uh, go ahead and submit that either to our courts or your landlord. Great, great. Uh, Justice of the Peace, Ben Collins. My question to you is if other living if others living with me pay rent and did not sign the lease, who must sign the CDC eviction monitoring declaration? The person that name is on the lease. Right. Well, They're the only ones that need to sign. Judge, it. answer this question here. Can I sign the CDC eviction monitoring yes, declaration in court during the hearing? Okay, good. Yes, sir, you can. And we actually attach a copy of the CDC declaration to the eviction citations when it's been served to you. So you have that copy in. We also keep a copy of the declaration in the courtroom and or in my office so they have access to it. Right. Judge also. Naomi Doyle. When does the CDC eviction moratorium ends? We just spoke about that. Yes. Right. So according to the uh, stimulus bill that just passed, it will it has been extended to January 31st, 2021. So that uh, you can file it all the way up until January 31st. Now, again, uh, either one of the judges can ask this, uh, answer this question. Why is it important to complete it now? So I, I would say it's important for you to go ahead and complete it now, because um, if you are struggling um, to pay your rent, you don't want to not have it on file and have your landlord go ahead and push through the eviction process. Because if we don't have it, your landlord never received it, then the eviction process must continue. And it is very straightforward and fluid once it begins if you don't have something to stop that process. So you want to get it filed as soon as possible. Judge Collins, how do I file the CDC eviction with the court? We have those forms available in, our, in the courtroom, in the office also. And also they're attached to the eviction citation that's served by the constable's office. And they can come in at any time and file that once the case has been filed. It's also on the JP uh, web pages too, right. on all of our pages. Judge Dog yeah, and, and uh, Justice and Joe, uh, I'm sorry, Judge Ben Collins. Uh, my question is, is that I'm, I need to ask this question. Uh, let's see here. Uh, how do I file the CDC eviction with the court? Yeah, you basically just fill out the form and present it to the clerk. Okay, but uh, but uh, do I? Uh, let's see here. Uh, 
Do I have to have make an appointment with the court uh, to file the no, CDC? It's coming no, sir. Our office are open from 8 to 5, Monday to Friday. Okay. Judge Darrell, will the CDC declaration be in Spanish and English or what will it look like? Yes, so it is available in English and in Spanish. Um, and it's a, it's a form. It looks like a, a letter size sheet of paper. Um, it's also, like Judge Collins says, on the citations, and it is provided in English and in Spanish as well. Yeah. I'm trying to boost this, this screen up a little bit so you can see that uh, it's a little bit too small. So I'm going to move on to the form. Let's see if we can see the form on it now. Yeah, that's what the form looks like, correct? The declaration form? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that looks like a version of it. Yeah, that's yeah. a version of it. I could not zoom it out uh, so we all can see, but that is the uh, uh, yeah signature of the, ap the applicant for that form approved for the OBC. So we've got that. So I, I didn't, sorry, I couldn't get to get it bigger than that, but we've got some questions we want to ask from the uh, the viewers that's watching. And uh, let's see here. Uh, maybe we can uh, get one of the viewers here. I mean, take this ticket taper here off, and let's bring the viewers in here and ask the question if they have questions about the CDC. Uh, and I just want to say something real quick because I'm not sure if it was said earlier. Um, we cannot give legal advice, but we can provide you guys with, you know, the legal information, basically uh, resources to get you the information that you need. So I just wanted to make that clear. Let's see if I've got a question here. Is this a question or should we just helping this out? That Ermeline Thomas is asking, or maybe she's making a statement, the camp, an application for the rental assistance is 11 pages and it will not be accepted if not completed. Is that correct, judges? No. Okay. Can you answer that for us and give us a it's it's two pages. It's really just one page. Um, and then there's like a little paragraph, a little blurb on the back, but it's one page. Also, uh Mrs. Thomas Thomas it's, is asking you to I think she's talking about the actual due diligence portion of it. She's talking about the rental assistance that has to be completed before you you know so to justify the means of filling out the eviction moratorium if i'm correct pastor tubbs or pastor johnson y'all chime in what i think irma lynn is asking about is the rental assistance that you have to apply for before this applies before you can do this am i right i don't want to complicate things she may be the declaration is only one page so she may be referencing some some other document yeah, I think when she said rental assistance, I think she's talking about the um, the some of the plays Habitat for Humanity portion of it. What she this is Miss Jones. Can you hear me? Yeah, everybody can. What, what she's referring to the, the, that, that from my understanding, I've had people to come back and tell me that the moratorium is only one and a half pages. But once we the the list that we have of agencies that you can go to for assistance. Now, some other places in Habitat for Humanities, they have their own applications you have to fill out. That's when you run into that 12-page documentation. You have to come on all your paperwork. That is not the most eviction moratorium. That's the first step. Once we, once you have filed that with the court system and you, your landlord, then the next thing you need to do is go to that list and start calling and trying to advocate help for your utilities and rent. That's a different application. 
Great work. Thank you, Linda. The great answer. Great answer. Thank you so much. Uh, let's let's go back to one of the uh, questions here. And this is coming from one of our Twitter account. And uh, I don't know if it means anything, but someone from our Twitter, uh, one of our watching us from Twitter, where whether mental would it be extended even if Trump vetoed the stimulus bill? That's a good question, isn't it? Am I well, it, okay. Oh, so uh, yeah, it has to actually be passed and enrolled in order for uh, the the extension to take place because it is a part of that bill. So it has to be enrolled. Okay, and let's see here. Okay, well, we've got some more questions here. I'm trying to get to everybody because I don't want to miss anybody. But that also, all this information is on the city website if you need information on the CDC uh, eviction monitorum. It's on the, the uh, and all you must also must have your current copy of your lease when you go down and make mm -hmm. it to the court. And I'm correct. Yes, Judge, Judge, I'm sorry, Judge, Judge Kyle. I'm correct. You must have the a copy of your lease when you come to the courts, right? A copy? No, right. sir. You don't. It's up to the landlord okay. to put them. Um, the declaration. You only have to fill out the form. Let's see here. Okay, okay. I think we've got all our questions answered here, and uh, I like to thank uh, the the Southeast Texas. Let me get my uh, let me get my notes here so I can make sure I'm saying everything right. Okay, let's see here. The Southeast Texas Faith and Community Leaders again for for joining us this evening for this great information on the CDC eviction moratorium. And again, let me go over this with you one more time. Is that this is a form? This is some help to help you uh, um, from being evicted. Um, but did we talk about utilities, uh, Rev Tubbs? Did we talk about utilities? Does it cover the utilities as well, Rev Tubbs? I don't think it covers the utilities. The the CDC declaration moratorium only deals with uh, uh, the evictions. That has to do with the uh, rental assistance. Okay, great. Mr. Tony, no, sir, he's correct. The uh, CDC eviction moratorium does not cover utilities or rent. Okay. The, well, the, the listing of the names that you see, uh, some of the plays, uh, Habitat for Humanities, the Area Agency on Aging, the list that you had posted, there's about 12 to 15 different agencies, organizations that will, will assist. But it's up to that tenant to, to get that information and start making those telephone calls. From my understanding, they are paying utilities and is help that people get back with me and tell me yes, they, utilities have been paid. If we did, the utilities are included within the uh, rental assistance. That's a part of the rental assistance whenever you apply for it through uh, some other place or Habitat for Humanity. You have to bring a copy, Emmeline uh, said, a copy of your, uh, your bills if they're in your name so that you can be able to apply for it. And it is a long application process that you can find on the city's website. And But the utilities are included and also your rent is included uh, when you do apply for the rental assistance. And like uh, it was stated earlier, that is a part of them showing, of you showing, right? 
to get assistance uh, to pay your and uh, but that's the process that you have to go through. But they will cover your rent as well as your utilities. I'd just like to thank our judges for coming on tonight. If we're going to go into a little different portion, I know that they're only dealing with the CDC eviction moratorium. And I want to thank Judge Doyle and Judge Collins for tuning in tonight and staying up with us a little late. We really appreciate you guys. If you need to leave, we can carry on. I, I mean, I, I see the Judge Doyle look like she had to go. But anyway, I just want to appreciate you guys and thank you for coming on. Oh, thank, you. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. I was backstage for a while. <laughs> yeah, she's popping in and out. I didn't hear it through my headsets. But uh, Judge Ben Collins, thank you so much, friend, for joining us. No, no problem. I'm welcome. I'm available to stay on too for the rest of it, so I'm good. Okay. Um, Thank y'all. Thank you. Jones, thank you so much, my love, for coming and sharing this important information. And I hope we reach a lot of people about this in our community. And, and please, each one of us find five people and share this program with them so that we can continue to share this information, important information to our community, those in our community. This is what we hear for twice a week on Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and uh, Twitter, and LinkedIn. We're, we're all over the place. So please find five people, share it with one another, and let's get this information out to our, our loved ones uh, who is needing help right now. Um, so, and again, I want to welcome you all back again, Southeast Texas uh, Faith Community. I would like you to come back again on another program. Uh, Reverend Tubbs, I couldn't have done it without you, my brother. And Pastor C.G. Johnson. <laughs> Bless you. And thank you. Thank you, Mr. Tony Renfro. Thank you for letting us come and share this information. And uh, we'll be looking forward to doing more podcasts with you on this subject and others. And certainly, again, we thank the judges for their time. But thanks for all that you do and your staff, Mr. Renfro. Thank, thank you so much. Francis, would you will close us out? I'm going to say, I don't, I'm punching out now. Merry Christmas to everyone. Happy holidays. <laughs> Francis is going to close us out. Thank you so much, guys. Yes, thank you guys again so much for coming and sharing this information on Knowledge is Power podcast. We appreciate you guys. And thanks again for sharing and keep doing what you're doing in our community. And have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you. <laughs> Merry Christmas.